This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. It's amazing how I'm okay with silence because I'll just I'll just stare. Like if she goes, I'm going to the store. Do you want to go? Tell me if I'm going to the store. <laughs> Why are we pretending I have free will in this situation? I don't know. Am I? Katie, <laughs> you not believe how coachable your guy actually is. Right? 99% of the time, your guy wants you to tell him what to do. And as long as you watch your tone, there's a particular tone you hit, that, then there's going to be problems. But if you watch your tone, and you stay out of that tone, and you know what tone I'm talking right? You, you, if you stay out of that tone, he's going to be okay. Because then he doesn't have to figure out what you need. Just tell him. Just, just like, just go in the store. Just look at your guy right in the face and go, listen, I'm going to the store. I don't want you to go, but I don't want to empty out the cart by myself, so you're going to go. <laughs> so, oh. so true. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The Heffron and Reap Show. Oh, um, it's the Heffron and Reap Show, everybody. Trying to get all the numbers to uh, things to work. Thanks for listening, however you're listening, or if you're watching on Facebook live. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm bundled up with my reading glasses on. My mic's being weird, so I'm going to eat it the entire time. That uh, little thing you saw was from a 800-pound gorilla, you know, the record company. There's <laughs> a cartoon out of one of my old bits that was on one of my last albums that I have with them. Um, it's four minutes long, so it's a little bit longer than what people would say anything should be. You know, you always have those people who are like, you should you should make sure you keep your stuff really short because people only, and then some guy does a really long one and people go, he's a genius. He did a long <laughs> one. You should do long ones. And then you do a long one and people are like, man, you need to do short ones. So it's just... Yeah, long enough on Facebook that it's not getting the play that I want because I think people are like, listen, the world's burning right now. I don't have I don't have four minutes in my life. Please right. it out, everybody. And um, I on the video that's on the, the John Hepburn fan page or whatever it's called. Um, there's links I think that you can listen to it online because me and John Reap both it could be two two minutes into this already asking you to do something. Would love it if you just stream our, our albums on various whatever, Spotify, Pandora, whatever you do. Yeah. Uh, do it. It helps us. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. But it's a really cool cartoon. The, the guy did a, a great job. I'm super jealous because I also have an album with the same company, 800 Pound Gorilla. Yeah. Uh, mine's called Ginger Pain. And mm-hmm. I have a story on there that is perfect for animation. And I've, I've actually put it out there in the universe many times. Someone please animate this. I haven't heard anything. And then we start the show with my own pal with an animation. And uh, I'm happy you? for you. I know a guy. I'm I mean, so happy. I, I can get that done. Hey, uh, listen to this real quick. Just the want to start with like a, a random uh, brain teaser. Oh, sure. Uh, I mean, it's nothing we pregame talked about, but. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the relationship between these three groups of numbers? Okay. Got it. Okay. This one was hard. Get ready? What's the relationship? Do I need uh, music? Hold on, John. Hold on. Okay, four, <laughs> three. Um, hold on. Let me see. I slowed everything down. Okay, sure. I, I don't You're, you're going to give me I don't need any some numbers. And I'm going to try and guess what the relation. I'm just stalling until you find music. I, I can, and I'm done. I'm sick of everything in my life not working or being a thing. That's it's so fine. Here is the, uh, what is the relationship between these three groups of numbers? Ready? Mm-hmm. One, four, seven. Mm-hmm. Two, five, eight, zero. Wait, what was the second group of numbers? 
2580369. And this gave you a clue, but your eyes were closed. So if you just, if you're watching right there, you would have saw what just happened. But I your was, eyes were closed. So, but I gave you uh, I can't see it because my eyes were closed. Yeah, but how how I just did it with my so close your eyes again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what people are saying because I'm um, I'm not clicking. Um, okay, ready? Yeah. No, what were they? And I wish I could be playing music right now, John Reap. That uh, I've made this better. If you have any buttons on your side, so um, what relationship between these three group of numbers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, keep your eyes closed. One four seven. Mm-hmm. Two five. Eight zero, three six nine. All right. Can I open my eyes now? Sure. Okay. One four seven is I love you. Um. <laughs> no, I, I'm wrong about that. Yeah. No, I'm right. One four seven. No, I'm way off. That's one four three. Um, two five eight, and then th- I know three six nine. Get low, get low, get low to the window, to the wall. That's not it. So I'm, I'm gonna try to try to do visual aids for you right here. Um, without one four seven mm-hmm. two five eight zero three six nine columns. Keep in mind those those. So one four seven is a column. Right, that's one set of numbers. One set and second set of numbers. Down. Could go north or south, it could go up or down. And then the second set of numbers, two five eight zero, mm-hmm. uh, could go down. And then three six nine. Close your um, eyes. You need to close my eyes? Yeah, close your close your eyes. Okay. Yeah. What are we doing, man? Yeah. I just gave everybody who was watching a clue. Oh. Um I don't know. Uh, I'm afraid it will take us too long for me for me too long to figure it out and be entertaining at the same time. All right, so I'll just show you. Ready? Here it is. Oh, I never would have got that. Two five eight zero three six nine. Kristen Wild got it. Dial pad on the phone. Yes. I wonder mm-hmm. who she's voting for. <laughs> yeah. That's my vote. Got to vote, and this could be our last. Uh, this could be our last podcast. Right? If the, uh, the world's burning, I think we'll be okay. Right, we don't have politics here on, on Heifer and Reap. That's one of our things, so we can't even accidentally talk about it. But I'm just right. saying, there's a chance the world gets really cre- creepy, and I hope everybody stays safe. And it could be nothing. And I just want, if the world is burning tomorrow, I just think Disney Plus should release, um, demand uh, the rest all- of the yeah. The rest, rest of the Mandalorians, yes, I agree. Just so we know, just as Rome is burning, we can see uh, what happens. That would right. be only fair. And then, right. then we'll go into apocalypse. May the the numbers be in your favor, or whatever they say. From, uh, you know, dude, uh, I'm not going to get into politics either. I've never done that. My whole school of thought is like Elvis Presley. I think he said it best. I've got fans on both sides. And uh, I'm not going to alienate. I'm not going to divide my audience. So you'll never know. You'll ne- I'll never tell you about that. But I will say this. Yesterday, I flew back. I was in Toledo, as you know, John Heffern. Yes. I was in Toledo, Ohio. I flew back on Sunday. And I landed in Charlotte. And on my way home, I hear helicopters and planes. Donald Trump. Came to Hickory, North Carolina. What? <laughs> I, I had no idea. Uh, there was no warning. Right. I, 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 and I'm not in the know about that. I was busy driving, getting home. All I had on my mind was what was in the refrigerator. Right, right. And I'm like, I hear. I'm like, what the? And so apparently, yeah, he came and talked for 20 minutes at the airport in Hickory. And yes, we have an airport. Um, it's also a museum, but yeah, interesting, fun fact. So, uh, he was making the rounds. He was, uh, he went from Hickory to Rome, Georgia to somewhere in Florida. And, uh, uh, yeah. So crazy. All, you know, this time in the eighties, it was all Ronald Reagan. 
you know, if we're going with the eighties thing. With your your you are wearing a members only jacket. I had mine sitting um next I was gonna bring it. And then, you know, I'm outside in the barn and it's it's thirty degrees out here. So well, what are you? What are you wearing, by the way? You've got like a scarf or something stuffed in the. St- you look like you. You look uncomfortable. Are you comfortable, John? I'm, yeah, I'm way. I'm way comfortable. Okay, because how many layers do you have on? I got a couple. I have. Uh, yeah, I, I got it. It's a vest. It's a vest. Wow. You have a vest and a, a hoodie. But you've also got a t-shirt under that. That's three. I'm counting that as three. That's two and a half layers. I got, yeah, three. And then I got, but it's, you know, it's. But yeah, let me give you a little rundown here. I'm wearing an original members only jacket given to me by a fan of the podcast. I want to give her a shout out. Rachel Lewis, who's a fan of the Heffern and Reap podcast, um, heard us talking about. 80 stuff, members only one time because of the jacket you wore. Right. I have a, I have a brand new spanking one that I should have wore today. Wait, you have a brand new members I only? It off, yeah, I didn't. I got mine off of um, Amazon. Brand new. Members only in a, in a bag. Not a. Not now when you, but when you say brand new. It came wrapped like with plastic around it. It's brand new to you? It Was it made in 20? 20 or was it made in 1980 something? I don't know, but it's a members only. It has tags on and everything. Never been worn but in, by anybody but me. You can get them brand, brand new. Oh, Not nice. Well, like because the old school, like somebody gave you one is equally as cool, but you can go straight up brand new. How much did you spend on this jacket, John? Uh, be honest. I want to say we probably got to be in the 50s. Mm. 50s. Well, I'm not even looking. Going to try to look on my computer because I'm trying to be present. Well, um, I'd like I'd like to tell that. you that that this jacket is an original members only jacket, and I spent zero dollars. There you go. You won the members only. You are the the president of our little club. Um, I, I thought about that because I knew you were going to get one, and then I watched. Now just follow me in this. I'm going to be all over. Um, I watched a documentary. By the way, this light behind me was supposed to go off. That way, the light in front of me doesn't make me look like I'm. I'm like I. I feel like uh, Doc Holiday. I look super pale. <laughs> um, I'll be your Huckleberry. You are wild up. You are an oak. Yeah. So I want the lighting to change. Anywho, um, I watched a documentary on a, a a mall somewhere, and it was just one of those old school malls. You just in- oh. Every other store was closed in mm-hmm. the whole documentary. It was about the security guy who just opens it up and, and all the restaurants, the subway leaves and the anchor stores. They had a Kmart and a JC Penney's and a Belk. Uh, yeah, no Belk. Yeah, that's right. So then it had like Belk was the only store left. And it was just these old people basically mall walking. And it was just one guy just go store to store. Um, and it, it was really depressing. And it's not even shot like I. It's not even shot the documentary. I think is somebody just shot every day and just put like sad music to it. Um, All right, but it made uh, they kind of show I think what the mall was when it first opened in the in that it was jammed. Yeah, right. So then somehow, long story short, my brain went to jeans back then when malls were like. Do you ever wear Jordache jeans? No, I didn't wear Jordache jeans. That was uh, mostly females where I was from. That's that's what they wore. But th- I do remember Jordache jeans. Did they make yeah. them for guys? Well, so here's what I so I was watching, and I remember there was one girl in our high school that had Jordache jeans, and she was probably like the first girl to get like a butt where you yeah. when she was walking with those Jordache jeans. You were, Oof. but I remember I saved all all summer or whatever, and then went to the mall where I grew up by 12 oaks and i bought a ocean uh pacific hoodie oh yeah ocp right i got ocean pacific um and then i 
got a pair of Jordash. And I don't remember what jeans were popular back then. Like it was Levi. It was Bugle Boy. Yeah, Jerbo's and all that stuff came later. I'm, I'm talking when I was in maybe sixth grade. Sixth okay. Grade. Like there was ooh la la. There were like Lee jeans. There was <laughs> yeah, Tattoon, yeah. I believe, or a female jean. But I had a pair of Jordash. Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein's an old friend of mine. Don't want nobody's name on my behind. So yeah. I had a pair of Jordash jeans. And I'm just super skinny then. Um, opposed to now, I just remember wearing them and just no bolt. Like you just kind of look down, and there was no bulge. Like because this <laughs> kind of, like, rocker stuff was going on. Um, yeah. So you kind of were like, I need a cod piece or something. Uh, <laughs> and then so the whole time I was watching that documentary, I was just thinking, were Jordash girl jeans that w- was I, like? I literally thought my Ocean Pacific hoodie with my Jordache jeans and then those brown deck shoes that have the sh- that had the lace going around the, the side mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That and my polo cologne I, I really thought I was going to get uh, South Line Junior High Best Dresser of the Year award at the end of the year I was convinced that yeah. is, that was, was my opening day outfit that I, I would crush it Wow. Um, my hair was feathered. I had cologne on and I even had a gold chain. I remember going to school that going there, man. This is look at me. I'm, a, yeah, I, I'm as yuppie and rich as you could possibly, you know, as you can possibly be. You might be the only guy I know to buy and wear Jordache jeans. Um now is this when Acid Wash came out? Nope, before. Is before Acid Wash? Was it before yeah. the two tone? No, it was. So the jeans were super genie color, and then they had super gold stitching that just went up like mm. on the crotch, and it had I don't know. That's the, those of you on Facebook, it was were Jordache jeans, right? Um, yeah, were they girl jeans? Let us know in the comment section. We're we're going live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Yeah, and we can see your comments because we're using this thing called Streamyard. And I see all these people. Shout out Lauren, Samantha, Wendy, Thomas, Jessica, Rick Sanford the Third, Don. We want to know: Were Jordash jeans just for females? Let us know in the comment section. Um, yeah, I would I would kill. Ronald Cud said he had a. He had Jordash and Calvin Klein. Okay. How horrible that guys like, not that, like if you put a pair of, can we get Jordash? Again, I'm not looking at my computer, look up any of this stuff. So, so you feel, could we still find Jordash jeans? Like if we wanted to have a, whose butt looks better in Jordash jeans competition between us, could, could we both, oh. could, could we get Jordash jeans still? Do you, do you think? I'll probably. I mean, if you could order a brand new members only jacket, I'm sure we could look up. I'm sure we could find some Jordache jeans. That's what we should do, John. We need to order online Jordache jeans, put them on, have a contest on Facebook. We'll take a poll. We'll both take pictures of our asses in the Jordache jeans. We'll let people uh, rate that ass. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, uh, yes, Jordash has a site. I had Jordash jeans skirt, nineteen eighty four. Um, we could do that. We could see who uh, between us look good in a Jordash jean shirt. Chick jeans says Rick Sanford the third. Dudes rocked Bugle Boy and Levi's and some. This is true. I had Bugle Boys, yeah. Levi's and Wranglers, um, Calvin Klein's. I had those were the yeah. jeans. I never had Jordash finds though any different than Jordash. Like if you think, look back at them. Yeah, they both had the same little strip on the um, on the butt with weird stitching. And I guess Calvin Klein's. A little I bit. mean, it's all denim, right? But this as long is- as long as it's not cut, and as long as there's not a design or a cut, you know, to where it's supposed to be for. Well, you just said your bulge didn't look that great in these Jordashes. It never does, by the way. <laughs> Maybe Bugle Boy would have been better uh, cut for you. I never, I've never owned a pair of uh, Shane said that they were chick jeans. I knew it. I knew when I was watching it, 
then then I feel I feel as made fun of, even though nobody remembers I had them. Right. Right. I I feel dumb for wearing them 30 years ago, but it was the 80s. We all wore dumb stuff. Right. Uh, Okay. Look, Thomas is saying, looks like Jordash only made jeans for women. (laughs) You had cheap jeans, dude. There's no way. There was a place. That's okay, John. No, it's 2020. Look, what you did back then, not a big deal. All right. No, so, I, I played powder puff football. I dressed up like a female cheerleader. It's fine. There's no way. Um, they had to have made. Uh, again, I'm not looking. Can somebody look up? Did Jordash make men's jeans in the 80s? I need somebody to, to look yeah. that. Someone looked that up for John. Um, now, let me yeah, ask you this, John. There's a place in Michigan called Brody's, and it was kind of a store where Jewish kids would go to get camp stuff to go away to camp. Oh, Um, and I would get a Izod shirt there. My mom would take me in there and they would have every color of Izod shirt you could possibly think of. And then they had boys jeans. They had Levi's and then they had Jordash and just every other type of jean. You can, uh, right. Not Wrangler. There's Wrangler. And then there's like this, Stan Stan Bankus. I don't know if I trust. Says nope, but I don't know how much research he's done. Uh, and then Samantha Don Kingston, who I do trust, said no. All made for women. This is great. Do you have a picture, John, of you wearing these jeans? I want to see you in the jeans, and I, I want to look I, at your bulge. I think that they. There's no way I would have fit. There's like even being twelve or something. Or thirteen, aren't sizes for? I didn't have a like a four. It, it would have been twenty two, <laughs> twenty six. Like I, John, no way. I bought. I had. Were you by yourself when you bought these jeans, or did you did you have a parent with you? Did they make you put these on? I wanted them because I thought that that's what the style was. Um. See, Thomas uh, Thomas said, Heffern, you can get Jordan's jeans on eBay. So that's a bigger thing. And again, I'm not looking up anything. Do, if you type into eBay, do men's, men's Jordash jeans. Yeah. Men's they don't jeans. exist, apparently, accor- according to Jessica and Reynolds. If you Google Jordash jeans for men, they do not exist. You up, up, bought. Up, up clarify. Oh. She Wait. said they do exist. Oh, they do exist. Oh, Oh, I threw the word not in there. Thank you, Alan. (laughs) Thank you, the Alan Jackson. All right. So they came in men's sizes. Maybe they were ahead of their time. Maybe this was, this was when, you know, boy, George was big and everyone was like, we're very androgynous Prince boy, George, maybe Jordash was ahead of the curve in the eighties. And they're like, look, Alan, can you? Is there a way if you put? There has to be a commercial, right? Just like they're for Jordache jeans. If that exists, then then I know I'm right because I know there are commercials for members only jackets that like you have on. Yeah. Um, well, let me tell you about sure. By, by the way, looking at that jacket, I don't know why that ever went to those because right everybody wears the flight jackets now that has the pocket on the arm. Right, yeah, like yeah. it's on a zipper. Um, I have one that looks really cool. I wear it all the time. There's kind of no difference between that and the one you have, or you know, the one I have. Do you know the history of the members-only jacket, John? It's a brand of clothing that became popular in the 1980s with its line of jackets. The brand was created in 1975 and introduced America the American markets to the Europe craft imports members only racer jackets were distinguished by their narrow impalettes. This little thing, this thing here, it's like a military thing, right? Yeah. Um, and this, and the collar with the knitted trim, um, their tagline in advertising was when you put it on, something happens. And I do feel like when I put this thing on, something happened. Like I feel, I mean, right now I look like I'm on the set of any kind of 1980. Look at my my hair, 
Like I'm very eighties looking right now, dude. And, and, and I didn't even know this until I put the jacket on. Um, and I looked up the old commercials for members only jackets. Right. Do you remember anything from these? I mean, no. we're, we're probably at, you were probably like eighth grade. Ninth, yeah. I, remember, grade. I, I had one like that. And then I had a light blue one because it came in a bunch of different colors. Yes, it did. You could rock it out. And then I imagine if you were at dating age or going to bars back then, every dude at, at the bar had to have a members only jacket. Right. I, I get it. So um, there's I, also I, knockoff jackets that happened. Uh, well, oh, I, I might have had a knockoff one that was members like the only, but it was like they were. No, there, I could tell. I've already looked it up because I thought we were going to. This is great. So me and the Alan Jackson were talking beforehand. I guess I was so very, I was very excited about my jacket. He said, yeah, I didn't, I wanted a jacket. I, my parents didn't give me a jacket. I had the knockoff jacket. I go, oh yeah, there was a ton of knockoff jackets. And some of the names of them was Cotton Trader, Man's Club, and Trader Bay. But those, this jacket was so popular that the knockoff brands, they were everywhere. And I, I'm pretty sure I got, when I was a kid, my, my mom caved in and she got me a members-only jacket. And I was so, I felt so, like, happy and like a badass and like I was the shit. And I remember riding my bicycle wearing my jacket around the block, just thinking I was a member of a gang or something. And then I wrecked, I wrecked my bicycle in the jacket, scuffed it up on the <sighs> asphalt. Right, right. And it was, you know, it was ruined. And I, <laughs> I, I was so pissed about that. But what were you going to say? I had a, I remember the color of it. I don't remember if it was a member's, own, what's the men's men one that you had? Uh, man's club. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> and it had a zipper on the side where you could put an ID. Like, so it had plastic. So you could slide like a card in there. And it oh. came with an ID card that you put in there. And I remember filling it out and then putting it in that jacket just because. Why would you not? Of course. If that, I mean, that's Michael Jackson later. I guess maybe it was Michael who made the – there was a shift from this – to a lot of zippers, right? Breakdancing kind of did that. Michael Jackson kind of did that, I think. Yeah, I couldn't pull off the Thriller jacket, even though they were pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I remember wanting to get a pair. Of, this members-only jacket was a big item for me, and I, and I wrecked my bike. Mom got mad that I scuffed a hole in it. Fast forward only maybe a year later, or maybe it was before, I get the timeline confused. Parachute pants. I wanted a pair of parachute pants that had all the zippers on it and stuff. So, yeah. And mom goes, "You're look. If you fall down in those parachute pants, it's going to burn a hole in them." And I said, "I want the parachute pants." And then at my local skating rink here in Hickory, called place called Skateland, they had a lock in. And I told my mom, "I'm wearing my parachute pants to Skateland for the lock in." She goes, "I wouldn't wear those." Because, like I told you, you could fall on the carpet, you could fall down, you're going to burn a hole in. And I was extra careful because I remember what happened to me the members-only jacket. <laughs> I was extra careful, and I was cool. Skating didn't fall down, but it was a lock-in. And at some point, people are just going to randomly lay down and take a nap or something. So I was laying down on the floor, on the carpet. Some older kid rolls up to me, grabs my skates, as I'm laying there, grabs my feet and goes, no sleeping, and then, like, pulls me and drags me on the carpet, burning two holes in my parachute pants. You can get – I have a brand-new pair of parachute pants. Have you you've seen me in them, the red ones? <laughs> Straight up, you can get them off of Amazon, too, brand-new, not even they – this. they literally say parachute pants. They're red um, – we were talking about something right before that. Um, Jordash, uh, 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 no, yeah, Man's Club, the knockoff members-only jackets. I was going to show you a commercial 
of the um, members only jackets. And I want to see if you remember this commercial or this, the spokesman for the commercial. Is that what you were thinking, John? Yeah. Yeah. And then also I still in, because my, again, nothing in my life works. Uh, my keyboard doesn't work. So I can't look up um, Jordash men's pants because people keep saying, you know. Well, uh, according to the comments. Can I, can I jump in just for a second, guys? Yeah. Because I've got breaking news here. Um, oh, I do have in video form a response to the Jordash jeans men's debate. If you are okay with me playing it. Oh, yes, Alan. Let's do that first and then let's show and the commercial member. for uh, members only. Okay. Denim by Jordash. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, John, you had the Jordash look. Did you do this? I had the Jordash look. Did you I dance with your shoulders like that? The Jordash look. I forgot about the um, the two tone jeans. No, yeah, two tone. That I asked you about that. Oh, I, I said acid wash. I said acid wash, and then I said two tone after that. Do you think there's some weird subliminal thing like like going uh, back to to that commercial? If you see a, a a woman's, I don't know pronoun to use anymore, so you don't sound like a creep. But right when you're conditioned to something, and when you were a kid, that that was the first time, right, mm-hmm. that you started to get weird feelings. So. Right about when you're preteen, I think is when, for me at least, is when Jordash was was a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I might associate a butt more in old Jordash jeans than Lululemon yoga pants, like because I I have so much. It's, yeah. it's like it might even making sense. It's like a nostalgia thing. Well, yes. So can can Jordash jeans come back? Only, but I'm not thinking of Hollywood fit now. But oh, I'm I don't even know what I'm saying. Well, okay, I think I know what you're saying. I have a specific memory <laughs> burned in my brain of a girl, and she just got the Jordash jeans. And the she was. Jordash she had the Jordash love. Can you hear that song again? Play it again, Alan. <laughs> Jordash. Yeah, that's when it was cool to run around in the ocean with your jeans on. Yeah. The Jordash look. Now I remember having a specific memory of a. I had a specific memory of a girl that just got the Jordash jeans. Yeah. And I remember seeing they were so tight that all I all I remember is staring at her butt go up the stairs. Like I remember looking, just following her, and watching her go up the stairs, just going like. She's got the Jordash look. She's got the Jordash look. Yeah. Jordass. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Ha <laughs> uh, A lot of shaking video one. Uh, Tim says Z Cabaricci's guess is only late 90s brand. Jabot jeans. I, I haven't. I might even have to look up that. My look with Jabot's. Do, do, John, do you remember what Jabot's? No, I don't think Jabot made it down here. But a definitely guess guess did and Z Cavaricci. I don't. I think that's a northern Italian thing. We didn't have it down here in the south. So did you have? A- Unless Alan can tell correct me. Did you have Chesky? Uh, so yeah, we have Chesking, Yes. Okay, so uh, what, what I'm going to throw some stuff at Alan. Um, if you can pull up Jabot's, I'm curious to see even if there was a commercial. Here's what I remember about Jabot's jeans. Right at where your zipper would be. And I don't know if they made female Jabot's jeans. This is definitely a dude thing. Right halfway at where your zipper would be, 
there was there was a little white label that said Jabos, but it was about halfway up your zipper, and I don't know if there's anything on your butt, um, but it just said Jabos, and then you would wear your Jabot jeans with your K Swiss. Um, oh, I do remember K Swiss. And I don't remember if Jabos were kind of lower waist. I just, um, but that's what how you'd rock like your IOU sweatshirt, and then maybe your yeah. Do you see those? See now those look like chick jeans, right? Yeah, right. Like if you were to see those, I don't know if those are men- yeah because the pockets are weird. The pockets are not on the side; they're directly in the front. Yeah, they would go. They would go straight, like straight down. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, you'd go. I haven't seen those. Yeah, they would go straight. Yeah, straight down. And then you'd pin them, uh, like Don just said, your French roll their pants. You, you know, you fold them or, or make them really tight around your ankle, and then you go with your K Swiss, and then you're, um, yeah, yeah. the camp gear born here. In I did, I did do that with my jeans. I did do the French roll, but I don't remember the Z Cavarici or the Jabos. So Z Cavarici are. I performed my first time in comedy in a pair of those, and I thought everyone's gonna probably think I'm pretty rich because I'm performing <laughs> So Z Cavarici are hammer pants. Literally, they would go um, all the way up to your your stomach. And they would have a like a buckle and then a zipper, and it would say Z Cavaricis. Oh um, my gosh! If you look up merry-go-round Z Cavaricis. I think there's a great, yeah okay um, like a great picture of of that. We had a merry-go-round. We had a chess king. Um, Oak tree was was um, was also one. You remember jams? Do not. Oh, Alan! I know Alan got a memory. Uh, jams, jams were oh oh, oh yeah that's right, the Z Caver so, that's the Z Cavarici yeah that's it that's an extreme version of Z Cavarici I don't remember but he did weird shit like that <laughs> that looks were, ridiculous they were basically hammer pants um but you would wear that and then you would tuck everything was tucked in back then so yeah look. And again, I'm not looking at my com- my computer to tell more of the story. So my look was I would tuck, I would wear that, I would tuck in, and I always wore a baseball hat. But underneath, I would have my hair feathered, and like right here, I would I would uh, feather my hair and spray it. I would spray hairspray. Uh huh. You kind of see the feather on the <laughs> side, you know? and then right on the side of the hat. I'd always you'd see it would be really gross, hard and crusty from the hairspray that I would spray. You know, yeah. how, OK, not getting political, but you know how Trump does that weird feathered crap? No, over his ear. It looks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Imagine just having a hat. Well, yeah, I, I guess I, I looked the, the same. Um, but yeah, people want to see a pair, uh, picture of you in the parachute pants. Um, next, I, not at home. If I was, uh, you know, I'd, I'd have this gear, but, but for next time. So, so in high school, John, I did all the things that people are saying. I did the French roll. I had bugle boy jeans, uh, and I had a bugle boy t-shirt and I would even do that with the sleeves on the t-shirt. I would flip it over once and roll up the t-shirt sleeves to match the roll at the bottom of the jeans Fanny pack, braided belt. Braided belt was always good. With the leather shoes that you talked about with this thing at the brown, brown deck shoes, leather shoes, and I wore it with no socks. Yeah, you never wore socks with that. That was a good look. Yeah, yeah. I just, you'd always, yeah, those were always like the older dudes that just had the, yeah. Jordan's look, you got the look. Bugle Boy is, for those of the younger people listening, I guess was kind of the buckle. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, well, um, John, I um, to get back to the uh, members only jacket talk, if we if you can, real quick. Yeah, yeah, we want to be done. I want to show you the commercial for the members only jacket, and I want to see if you remember this dude. Alan, can we show John and everybody that commercial? Hi. Never thought I'd want to do a commercial, but here I am. For members-only jackets. Why? Because when I put one on, something happens. 
They feel fantastic. The colors are great. And all those different styles, absolutely terrific. They go anywhere, anytime. But it's only authentic if it says members only right here. I really believe in them. So should you. Dude, who was that guy? Uh, well, of course you know who that is, right? No. Well, do you know who it is? Yeah, oh. 100%. Uh, I, I remember running home from school to see if Luke met Laura, and she was on the balcony. And then they would always sing that song, Who's Laura? And don't cry, I know you are that way. So let's, uh, if we can play that commercial game, wow. look at it the entire time, right? And just think... How, let's guess guess how many grams of coke he has in his pocket. <laughs> okay, hang on. Okay. Uh, okay, also okay. other things to be looking out for. Let's guess how many grams of coke are in his pocket. All right, what jacket do you think? Yeah, okay. And let's guess where is he going? He's walking back and forth a bunch, but he's not going anywhere till the end. Also, was John McEnroe popular at the same time as this dude cuz I don't remember this guy. I didn't watch soap operas. I didn't watch that one. I think that's all General Hospital. I think that's all he that was his thing. General Hospital. I was um well, which one did I watch? I can't think of the name of it now. But uh Young and the Restless, that's the only one I watched. Okay, so we're we're gonna watch this again. Yeah. We're gonna try to figure out how much cocaine's on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh which jacket has the most coke in it? He he he's sporting yeah. different jackets. Also, <laughs> no no notice how it looks good in a tuxedo as well. Uh <laughs> notice how he taps he taps the thing. It's only official if it says members only. Yeah. Because apparently that's when the knockoffs started happening. Right. And also, where is he going? Okay. Let's okay, Alan. Hi. Never thought I'd want to do a commercial, but here I am. For members only jackets. Why? Because when I put one on, something happens. They feel fantastic. The colors are great. And all those different styles, absolutely terrific. They go anywhere, anytime. But it's only authentic if it says members only right here. I really believe in them. So should you. <laughs> the red one. The red jacket, he, he was yacked out of his mind. The, yes. It's like the guy that somebody... Back, who you know, if you're 20 or 30, back then you roll into the club and that guy's standing there, and then he tells you about his timeshare he just bought in Daytona, and he goes out to his Fiero, yeah, that has a CD player into into the cassette player. Uh, Chase said the same exact thing, right? Yeah, yeah, the guy, the, the red guy's totally, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. also, and they want to tell why, you about- why did he have a random mustache and sunglasses? Yeah, like what was going on? I mean, it was a totally different. I guess that's the different looks of the members only jacket. Yeah, that know? guy that guy went and worked out at a Vic Tanny um earlier that day, played some racquetball, and then <laughs> put on his red coke jacket and then went out to a club um and then came home and played the an answering machine to see if uh, anybody left the message. <laughs> Man, and then he had yeah. called them and said, Just can you come over now? And he's like, and he calls her, like, what's your address? And then he'd have to get a piece of paper and actually write her address. And she would give him, Okay, so you're gonna go down the street and you're gonna come, and there's gonna be a, a greens hamburger. You're gonna turn remember that? Like, so that's what all those dudes had to yeah, had to figure out where somebody lived, write it on a piece of paper. And then drive there, but yeah. Um, I love this commercial. I didn't know. Okay, again, I didn't know who Luke was. So I'm watching this. I'm laughing my head off the first time I saw it because I'm like, why did they pick this weak-looking John McEnroe, Simon and Garfunkel pansy to be the spokesman for a badass members-only jacket? Apparently, he was a badass on whatever soap opera you were watching. Yeah, that's he. He was he was the guy, man. There there wasn't a, he was. I don't know if women back then, you know, on him texting or is it okay if we look at it one more time, John? I, I really want to see it one more time. There's so many other commercials. I, I kind of I'm thinking I want to see, but yeah, l- l- let's watch that one more time. Uh, uh, Hi, never thought I'd want to do a commercial, but here I am for members only jackets. Why? 
because when I put one on, something happens. They feel fantastic. The colors are great, and all those different styles, absolutely terrific. They go anywhere, anytime. But it's only authentic if it says members only right here. I really believe in them. So should you. Okay, so his hair was different. His hair was different a couple of times, and he had a mustache one time. And I like how he goes. He's starting off this commercial thing like, I didn't think I would ever be yeah. belittled like this to do a stupid commercial because I'm Luke. Yeah, I'm Luke. Think of Laura and don't cry. I know you want it that way. Now I'm thinking of other 80s that was like fashion. Um, you know, mm-hmm. what are the jeans commercial? I don't remember. They're, they're Levi want, uh, they're, they're what, Levi's yeah. legendary 501 blues. <laughs> I remember that. Um, goes. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm really impressed that you knew who Tony Gary was. That's the name of the actor who, uh, who was uh, sporting the members only jacket who, who, uh, been on a, a, uh, soap opera set. Have I been on soap opera set? Yeah. So <sighs> no, well, you, you have, have a crazy story, and I don't know if this story is 100% correct. Okay. Right? Because I don't know if the timing is right. I don't know if um, uh, General Hospital was an NBC show. I, no. Um, I don't know. So, my second Tonight Show. So, after I won Last Comic, I had to do the Tonight Show the very next day. Wow. So, so you won. Uh, you went through. So, I won Last Comic, and then. You literally had, I had a press sheet. I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning and I started doing radio, like a radio yeah. press that I, I probably did a hundred stations. Yeah. They, they call up. them radio tours where you pick up the phone. Yeah. There's an operator and they go like, okay, we're going to patch you into this station in Milwaukee. You do it for 10 minutes, patch you in the next one. And it goes on all Forever. day. So I, I so I did radio from like four a.m. to two thirty three o'clock p.m. Then I took a quick shower, jumped in a car, and went to uh, Burbank to do the Tonight Show. And this is not this is not even figuring out a set because you won last comic, and they go tomorrow you're going to be on the Tonight Show, and you also then have to figure out what your four or five minute you know oh. set is. After doing radio all day, right? So I get there, I get my suit, I'm all, you know, I'm all jazzed up and I'm in the green room and I look and I have the only time in my life I've ever wore flip-flops, right? (laughs) Because it it was such a long, I'm like, oh, I'll wear flip-flops. And then when I get to uh, the green room at at, uh, the Tonight Show, I'll change. I had my suit, forgot my shoes. Oh no. no. I have no shoes. I have no dress shoes. I have nothing. And where for you know, whenever showtime is. So Jay Leno comes back into the green room and he he, he always would talk to you for a second, like just kind of like, hey, what's up? And he'd always have a recorder and he would just kind of record the conversation. Huh. Um, I remember him coming back there and I didn't have anybody with me. I remember there were no agents or managers or or anybody. Um because I hate when people kind of get in your head. I just hate having co- like, I hope you do well. Don't worry about it. It's not going to be a big thing. Like I just, I would rather be by myself. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, Hey, you know what I, re- I re- like about you is you don't have any, there's no entourage back here. I'm like, right. yeah, but I forgot my shoes. So the wardrobe girl. So he goes, do you want to wear a pair of mine? And he brings these pair up. And I think he was my size, but the shoe did this really weird. It just, your shoes are the most personal thing you could ever have on, right? <laughs> if I give you a pair of like weird shoes, like Bozo shoes or something, it's just going to throw you off. And I'm like, I can't wear these. These look like, you know, you're running <laughs> for prom, right? Like at, um, so then the wardrobe person ran into whatever um, soap opera was going on at the time. Whoever the most famous soap opera guy, I happen to be his size. And this lady brought me like a, a cool pair of shoes, but I just never forget doing that tonight show set. But after everything coming out of my head was, I feel these shoes feel weird. Like I just, it, it, it's weird. It just, I love it, this story, John. This is a great insider tidbit. 
And you probably never told us. I don't know if I you haven't, have. I haven't told that. Yeah, but like, yeah, I had no. Your the, first Tonight Show, you're wearing. Second, second one. Your second time. Tonight Show, after winning Last Comic Standing, you're not wearing your own shoes. You're wearing a soap opera star shoes. Could have been Luke's. Could have been so. Um, it could have been Victor Newman. If you're looking, Alan, I think if you just go, I think it's on Google. Um, there's a picture of me pointing at my shoes on the Tonight Show. If you go John Heffern, Jay Leno, tonight, like a picture might show up, and it's me literally pointing at my shoes, I think. Wow, that's awesome. Now, I'm also curious, what's wrong with uh, Jay Leno's feet? Did he have like, uh, bozo shoes? Did he have like, is he, no, he flat-footed? Does he have a D-wide? No, it, it was just a style. Oh, and that's why like I hate wearing I never even owned cowboy boots because I hate the, the pointy toe. Yeah, I hate super pointy toes. Um, and whatever one he had was, was super, super pointy. Huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. That might be an Italian thing. They like uh, cowboy boots, too. You're right. Uh, right. Wow. That? That's cool, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. Wait, and, well, now, now, also, I learned in this story. You got a problem with flip flops. We've seen you remember a couple episodes ago, you've seen my toes. Oh and, right. And that's I, that's for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And I have the, the skinniest legs in the history of the world. So I've just never been a shorts guy and flip flops guy. So what made you wear flip flops this one time? Because I was like up all night from winning yeah. winning last comic. Yeah. Um Cause that it was a different, that was weird. So like you shot last comic at four or five o'clock in the afternoon, if I remember correctly. Right. And then it, the live version aired later that night. So you shot it, you won it. I was like, yeah. And then my manager took me to Denny's. Yeah. And then I came back and I had people over to watch it. And then my neighbor yelled at me cause he was taping it. And I spoiled that I won. Like he was, he oh. watched like this some guy I don't even know because he obviously heard it. And then so I woke up going, okay, um, I'll just slap on the stuff and show up in flip flops because that's what famous people do. Um, um, let me real, real quick read some of these comments because, oh, wait, there, there's John, a young John Heffron with Jay Leno pointing at his shoes, not his shoes. Yeah. A stranger's shoes. So now we got to look up what. Sitcom was filmed on the same lot. I mean, not sitcom, but soap opera was filmed on the same lot during that time. I I, want to know what what actor it was. Yeah, right. Look at us. Look how young I look. That's pretty cool, dude. That's a badass photo. That's that's (laughs) awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. You're totally. That's back when I I rocked a. uh, That was my. uh, my assistant uh, suit. What am I trying to say? Um, you have an assistant. No, no. Every assistant had that same suit. Like all my, like that light blue with the jacket from like an agent or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't have a white shirt underneath it. I was thrown off a lot of uh, that. that you look good, but it was, a, it was a look, look at that. It was the younger me. Looks like Anderson was there too. Yeah. So I did my tonight shows, my very first one. And it's killing me that I can't find a picture of this. Like it's, and I've looked in, in those Getty images that we just showed you. I, I don't even know how to look this up or if I find it, I would have to buy it from the guy. But my very first tonight show was with Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. I went out and did did the set and Dolly Parton was sitting there and Dolly Parton was laughing at me my entire set, my very first tonight show. And then I sat down and she like leaned over and like her, her, she was touching my leg the whole time. She's like, Hey, you're just, uh, you know, super, super funny. But my dad was so crazy impressed or impressed that Dolly Parton touched me. Right. That, That was not, I was on the tonight show, but he was, he's from that era where Dolly Parton, and and she was yeah so that so Dolly Parton was the first one, the second one I did was with Pamela Anderson, uh was the second you know guest that was on there, wow. and then um, Tyra Banks mm. was the next one. So I'd, I always wow. had a theme. yeah I always had a theme with, with one yeah. 
Dude, you got three legendary hotties on every. What a great picture all three of those would be, though. You know, because they do panel shots. Yeah. And and Leno had you go sit down and you did like a, a set. Um, man, I wish I could have those three pictures. Just bl- like Dolly. Dolly, Dolly and, touched your leg. And, and yeah, Tyra Banks. That would just look like really cool. But I don't know how I would get those pictures. Unless you find whoever the Tonight Show picture guy was back then. Oh, yeah, that, that night. Yep. We talked yeah. like of that book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, look at that. It's the same. Yeah, both of them having a good... It looks like uh, Jay Leno's having so, a little bit more fun with Pam. <laughs> so, yeah. That's great, dude. So also that thing, I think she was married to Tommy Lee. So I did a... Uh, was it before that or after? Might have been after. I'm trying to think of that's when I met Tommy Lee. And I think I was getting married and he wanted to go on our honeymoon with us or something weird like that to Bora Bora. And I was like, yeah, Tommy Lee's not going on on a honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. He's he really pushing for it, though. I'm not kidding you. He's like, I'll just go with you guys and we'll get a villa. And I'm and I was just like, Yeah, I don't, I don't I mean. Listen, at the end of the day, I probably should have. That would have been a better story. Like now, especially, just how things ended. <laughs> I, I think I would have rather had a, like a Tommy Lee story. Right, because you can like, say, well, but but I got to meet, I got yeah. to hang out with Tommy Lee yeah. for a weekend. I, yeah. I think it was that, I think it was, it was that era. That's crazy, man. <laughs> the stories you have, John, it never ceases to amaze me. You, you, know ran, you ran into Eddie Van Halen at a porn place. Tommy Lee wanted to go on your honeymoon with you. Um, There's so you were in soap opera shoes. Yeah. And you forget, here's what I think, what that sucks out getting older is you need to be sparked is, is I think I'm forgetting some really fun stories just cause you don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a story guy, so I don't retell. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, people I know, I say the same story to enough where you, they go. Yeah, you've told me this. Yeah, you just you realize you told me that in a, in a text or told me. Yeah. Today. yeah, I'm that guy. But I just you know all the fun little Hollywood stories. I'm I'm slowly forgetting. I could. I mean, we could. We should do an episode where we talk about crazy stories of things that happened to us when we lived in Los Angeles that we've never really talked about on our um in our stand up at all. Because I have one about um running into uh, or going out with the girl who was. Going out with Keanu Reeves at the same time. Oh wow, it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah um, I, I have like those type of stories where I never, I would never rat, rat out anybody, right? Um, right, because you're just. But then, again, this is what she told me, but I saw an argument between the two of them, and then he came to my defense. It's a great story. Oh, I'll save it for the next episode because we're almost at an hour now. And I haven't even mentioned – got to say this real quick. Tim Eckert is wanting this to come to the Oklahoma City or Texas comedy um, clubs. Oh, oh, yeah. Let me – Um, You got uh, some tour dates you want to plug? Uh, hold on. Let me uh. – Shameless plugs. Hey, Tim, I believe I'm there in December. I think I'm there. I think I'm in Oklahoma City. No, that's all. I'm in Omaha. Never mind. I'm there. I'm, I'm someplace. I was at, uh, yeah. So anyway, so next week, uh, Michigan people, I'm at the Comedy Castle. This will be year 32 that I'm there. Um, Tell if, Ridley to book me. Yeah, let's just hope everything stays. Like, so I've, I've been here. Um, Michigan's getting weird uh, with closing things down again. Oh, great. So we might be back to that where Michigan now, if you go out to eat, they want you to, you have to give them your name and your number. And the restaurant has to keep the, um, your info. So people are, are, are having a hard time with that. Like they're like, I'm not telling the government that I have to eat, even though every time you go to CVS and they go, what's your number? And you give it to them, even though. Nobody has a problem constantly doing that, but it's a thing. Yeah. So um, limited seats there. Um, we're selling about 2,000 tickets, less than I normally sell a year. Mm-hmm. There. Um, I don't know what the limits are, 75 people, but most of them are kind of uh, jammed. 
Uh, so that's at the Comedy Castle, and then I've had whatever. So we'll plug that. So next week, Comedy Castle in Michigan. Click on whatever you got to click on. So that's all. Very nice. Um, my next gig is not until November the 20th. I'll be in Charleston, South Carolina at the Charleston Music Hall Theater. So come see me there. Um, uh, also, last episode, uh, you were having technical things. So we had Reno Collier sit in. Right. And we got on a random conversation about this dude, um, Andy Williams. And my intern, Elliot, brought me this album. And so, and I forgot to even mention at the beginning of the show, because I was going to say, if we get a new Patreon supporter while we're doing this, I'll I'll personally mail you this Christmas album by Andy Williams. And uh, he's got a great voice. And look at this smile. I can, see, I can see him rocking the Jordache look. The Jordache look. Hey, here's something I want to ask you, John. Uh, guess the relationship between these groups and numbers. One, oh. four. Wait, did I already? No, no. Keep I going. No. no. It's I the didn't. dial pad. You already did it. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I'm so dumb. Um, <laughs> So the Andy Williams thing, we have a lot of gifts we're actually going to, uh, you know, if, if the world keeps going, which I think it is, it, yeah. it will. Um, there's a lot of great stuff we have um, coming up that we can give away. So you just showed that. Let's talk about that album that you had next next week. Okay. Right? Or you, yeah. you or if you want to throw the, the Patreon uh Oh yeah, um, Alan, put up our Patreon. Yeah, we should, uh, we should have been asking people all along. But, you but, know, you want to support the podcast? We have a Patreon support page. Check it out, heffernreap dot com. Click on Patreon. So here's what I have coming up, though, uh, and we'll talk. Let's just get past this week, everyone. You go out and vote, no matter what. If you got to stand in line, vote for whoever it is you're voting for. Then. Well, you know, we, we rock out the rest of it, but I have a lot of gifts for us to give away. Is that's what I'm telling you? Oh, good. Uh, we're very 80s themey. I got my grubby hands on a few American girl 80s dolls. That's oh. thing. Um, I got my hands on a bunch of evil Knievel race. Do you remember the evil Knievel race car? Where you yeah, in it, I have some of those. Oh, fun. I have uh, some new, these are all new, old, uh, some Timex Pac-Man watches. So we got to start thinking of some fun ways to to give away some stuff because we're kind of kicking into that holiday yeah. where people are going to want to give stuff to people and, and we could find some fun ways. So I'm just telling you that now because that's easier for me to tell you how I just told you than to text you everything I just told you. That's perfect. I hear you and the, and the people hear you. And I want to say thank you to Jessica and Reynolds for the candy corn that she brought me and the Toledo funny bone. Uh, but don't forget heifer and Click on Patreon and, um, you're just spread the word. Corn. Huh? I have the weirdest dream about candy corn. I, I love candy corn, but only during Halloween. Do you eat off the, the white part for do you, do you eat it in threes or do you throw the whole thing in? Dude, I got to tell you something embarrassing. So this lady gave me the candy corn. I go back to my hotel room. I take the food with me that I get from the ho- from the club. Right. I pig out, you know, and then I'm just like, I need something sweet. I'm like, oh, the candy corn. Right. And so I'm laying. I'm literally waiting for my sleeping pill. had kind of kicked in. I was kind of like this, but I knew I wanted something sweet. I le- I reached over. I grabbed this bag of candy corn, <laughs> and I went, ah. And it just went like that, and I, and I passed out. And then the next morning, I woke up and there were little pieces of candy corn all over the bed. I, yeah. I didn't, I, so I did not eat the white part first. I don't know what part entered my mouth first. All right, so I have <laughs> other things to talk about, but let's um, let's save that for next week and not uh, click on links, do whatever. There's links around this. Go to our fan pages, download the stuff. Um, do we want to try to find Jordash by next week? That probably yeah. No. Somebody somebody send us some Jordash jeans in the mail. I'm a 34 waist, unfortunately, 30 
length. Um, send us some Jordas jeans. We can get the same Jordas because I'm I'm a 34 waist, maybe like 30, 34, You're probably 33. I because I don't I don't. So we could wear the same pair. It doesn't matter if they're long or not. So right. Oh, we could always do the tight roll. That's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, right. send me and John some Jordas jeans. We'll wear them and give you shout-outs. But most importantly, go to our Patreon and be a supporter. All right, everybody. That is it for us. Thank you for... Take us out, Rick Sanford the Third. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reed. The show is over. But come back next week, same Reek time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, 80s church and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They, Heffron and Reap, have low self-esteem.